Welcome to the So That Got Me Thinking podcast. I am your host Nat and if you like exploring womanhood, motherhood, how we strive and fail, psychology and spirituality, then this is the place for you. A weekly podcast where we look at hints, tips, books, coaching, special guests to help us all grow together. Hello and welcome back. This is the So That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat. Today I want to talk about changing our self-concept. Now when I'm coaching, I ask people to do affirmations and I know what you're thinking. I've heard this all before, affirmations. But bear with me because I really believe in their power. And our brain is literally a sponge and it will believe anything we tell it. So if we lean towards negative self-talk or we're very critical of ourselves, this affirmation saying is a tool that is so powerful. Those two words, I am, which is the beginning of an affirmation, can be your most powerful tool to changing how you think about yourself and changing your self-concept. By deciding what you want to be and deliberately and intentionally affirming you are that person, you start to get the response you want. Because our brain can't distinguish between reality. So we can tell it things, we can rewire it if we choose to. What we believe about ourselves becomes our reality and in turn shapes every aspect of our lives. Every aspect. So affirmation is a positive statement that helps us change our story about ourselves. Now I love research into things like this. So in 2014 there was research completed on affirmations and they realised that the benefits of affirmations can persist for months or even years. It can improve our health, our relationships and our outcomes. So by just by repeating a sentence about ourselves every day, we can create a change. How powerful are we? How powerful are we? So creating an I am statement has to mean something to you. It, it has to make you feel something. My favourites are, I am worthy, I am enough, I can achieve every anything I set my mind to. But you have to find your affirmations that work for you. And what I'm going to ask you to do this week is just do it for a week. See if it makes a difference. Pick three affirmations that mean something to you and repeat them. Even better, look in the mirror and say them to yourself. And see how you start to change. Let me know how you get on. Just seven days of repeating an affirmation. If you want to repeat it more, the benefits are only going to soar for you. So please try that. But I believe that when J.K. Rowling said, we do not need magic to transform our world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. That I could not agree more. Let me know how you get on. Try the I am affirmations. Let's change our self-concept. Have a great day. Hello 
and welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I am your host, Nat, and today we've got a very special guest. We've got Louisa, the CEO, Editor-in-Chief at Online Personal Stylist Magazine. I'm so excited to have you on, Louisa. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm going to go straight in there because when I um, saw your profile and I said, like, oh, this is exciting. This is something different. And when I looked at your magazine and it says inspirational stories told through fashion, I was like, this is my woman. I need to like get involved with this. So tell me how you how do you start like an online magazine? How, what, how did you get there? What's your story? Well, I started uh, blogging back in 2009. And I think for anybody who knows anything about blogging the scene looked quite different back then I actually mm. started blogging um because it just as a hobby blog when these blo- you know these blogs started up and everyone was like there's these things called a blog and uh, these things <laughs> are blogs and um you can just kind of share your opinions and you don't really have to be you don't have to have any professional background in writing actually my um I have kind of studied English and I do have a linguistics background anyway so it was a bit different for me but um, still you didn't really have to have any formal qualifications and I just really like the freedom of it so I started yeah. blogging um, just you know as a, like a hobby blog it was a, originally a beauty blog where I just shared my favorite products I think it's quite a familiar story um, and then yeah I um, went into then in 2010 I was working for my parents travel and lifestyle magazine and then that's just really it just really started the the book for me you know writing online writing running blogs running online magazines and then in 2015 I set up online personal stylist and that has been my full-time business ever since wow and is there a lot of pressure within that when you're running your own business and you've obviously you've worked in publishing and I know you like you say you've got that time scale of when you've got to deliver a magazine haven't you there's no you know the kind of freedom of the blog is not there is there was like oh I'll see how I get on today with a few hundred words how do you deal with that kind of pressure of getting that out on time is that a stressful thing uh, yeah so actually it's quite interesting because I, t- I started originally um I trained as an, a personal stylist a fashion stylist and um trained in editorial stylist and learned food photography fashion oh. styling film styling, all that kind of thing. So all kind of aspects of styling as the editorial work. So that's how it initially started on my personal stylist back in 2015 when it was just me on my own and it was just a blog. Um, And then last year, at the beginning of this year, we launched it into a magazine and then I got people on board, I hired people. um, So it it does look a little bit different the way we work now. I mean, yeah, everything's fast going. Everything's quite fast paced uh, with the magazine. But when it was just me on my own, um, you take on all the writing work, you take on, yes. like, you, you just wear all the hats. So it's nice, although everything's fast-paced uh, fast now with the magazine, and I have people that I'm responsible for, it does ease the, like, the burden in a way of, um, you, know, have it, you know, having writers that I can turn to. Um, I have people to help with different things, like social media and stuff like that. So yeah. it's... There is pressure to get the magazine magazine out on a, t- um, a certain time because we, we also run the website and publish fresh content on the website regularly as well. Um, but it's sometimes, it's just always about, you know, it's always about thinking about ideas and watching what's in the news. I mean, we, we try not to cover too much stuff that's in the news. Like, we like to cover more evergreen content. Mm. But, um, yeah, we just think up ideas and then we think, right, 
that's going to be great for the magazine. Usually a magazine, an issue, a single issue is based upon one particular topic. So we have themes for each magazine, for each issue. So when we first started at the beginning of the year, it was actually March. Um, we had, it was International Women's Day on the 8th of March. So we thought when the issue went out on, the first issue went out on the 8th of March, um, we thought we'd fill it with inspirational stories from women all around the world. Mm. Um, and that was kind of the theme for that issue. And then it's just gone from there since we've just had different themes for different issues. And uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. And learning to delegate by the sound of it. I can imagine when it's your baby to start with and you're used to wearing all those hats and doing all the things. It must be hard to kind of allow someone to come in and, and start working on those different areas. Do you find that easy or is that, a, is that a bit challenging? I only ask because that's personally my thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, originally, you see, when I, was, when I was just a blogger on my own, I was so worried about taking any taking anybody else on board because I you know I've I've been in business since I was 16 so it's like all you know I it's all I I really know um so I've always had this thing of wanting things a particular way and uh, running running things my own way and so yet the idea of taking anybody else on board was quite frightening and also you've got you shouldn't really focus on these things but obviously I think it comes naturally to a lot of people you always worry as well you know are they are we go, are we going to have problems are they going yeah. to we've got the same vibe you know do we believe in the same things and values are a big deal I think when you're employing someone or you're gonna you know handing over it's like like you say it's your baby your business you're handing it over to someone yeah exactly and you know I've seen I've seen a lot of success stories when people outsource work and when people um get um, hire help and stuff like that but I've also seen a lot of disaster stories where people have you know almost ran somebody's business into the ground you know so mm. it's it is it is quite tricky but the thing is with the magazine there's so many different parts to it I think that's the great thing um with having a magazine is that everybody has their own part so yeah. their own role to play so it's they're not really taking over the whole business so they do their work very well they like we you know whether we have a travel writer or um a lifestyle or a business writer or whatever they do their work very well and I trust them and you know it's just about being realistic as well and you know thinking that if you hire somebody you can't expect them to do all the tasks you know they're, they're not you you're you know it's your baby you're used to you're you're used to take it taking on all the jobs you're used to wearing all the hats yeah whereas you can't expect somebody else you can't hire one person and expect them to do everything it's just about assigning them a particular task and that then they'll do it well and that that's when these you know these partnerships work really well and I will say the magazine is beautiful and um it, you. like your tagline is you know life in an aesthetically pleasing way and is that a big part of the magazine is the kind of getting that look right of making sure it is digestible in a certain way yeah absolutely because you know, I I have um, interests in many different topics. You know, sustainability is a big thing. Um, you know, lots of issues in the world, uh, whether it's, you know, pe people live with lots of different issues in the world. And I wanted the magazine to, you know, cater to um, and provide information to people that are going through all kinds of different things in the world. Yeah, one, one day we might be um, writing about fashion or something quite you know, really lighthearted. And the next day, it's like recently, a couple of weeks ago, we did, um, you know, a post on um, World Cancer Survivor Day. And that was quite a new thing for us. But I wanted it to be, you know, at the end of the day, for something like cancer, that hits 
you know, at a time when people don't expect it, nobody expects to mm. get cancer, nobody expects to get ill. And that's, I, I, but I wanted to share positive stories on that. And like the, the contributions we got were from cancer survivors who've now done wonderful things with after, after um, having survived cancer, they've gone on to do such wonderful, positive things. And I wanted to share those stories. So yeah, yeah. we do tough, tough topics. Um, but we, you know, we, we try to cover them in a way, you know, where we have nice, bright photos. Um, obviously, I think if you see the magazine, you'll get a better idea of, yeah. that. you know, it's not that we're trying to gloss over anything. It's just that, you know, it's about presenting things in a, in a better way so that people are going to digest it, not to get depressed, but think, right, no matter how bad things Inspiration, are. Inspiration, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's always a bit of positivity or hope there, whether it's you know, planet issues or, or you know, financial issues or whatever it might be, you know. That's... Well, I think you do a very good job, Louisa. It looks stunning for everyone who hasn't seen it. I think you really should. Um, Thank you. No, I want to go on to a question that I usually ask, but I'm very intrigued. So has there ever been an event or a book you've read or circumstances that have happened in your life that have changed how you show up, how you kind of your outlook on the, on the world and life? Um, well, I just think being in business in general has changed my outlook on the world. Um, you know, I think anything is possible if you're prepared to create and innovate and break down walls while implementing barriers where needed. You know, it's always important to think about what you stand for and what you're prepared to put up with. And I think I think being in business has taught me that and it's completely changed who I am. I mean, I know a lot of people say that and... Um, you know, but that's for me how it has been. I think if I hadn't have gone into business, I think I'd have, I wouldn't be the person I am today, and um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't probably see the world as a place of yeah, it has its negative sides, but also we have there's opportunities, and you can really mm. change a situation. Um, if you don't like something, you can change it, and um, with a bit of innovation and creativity, you you can change you can change things and. Um, you can spread messages. Blogging, obviously, is a great way to do that. So, yeah, blog. I think blogging and being in business has changed the way I see things. Time being like a real challenge and you think, wow, at that point, I didn't think I'd overcome that and I managed to. Has there been anything particularly for you that was a, a real challenge or maybe a that's mindset of this business, but is there anything specific that um, has changed how you show up in business? I think early on, because like I said, I mean, I started out, kind of running my own businesses from the age of 16 well well, running businesses being the sort of head of businesses at the age of 16 but it wasn't until I was 18 that I set up my own business it was a translation agency and um, copywriting uh, company so we were dealing with all like you know that's where that's where my linguistics uh, background comes in so yeah um but I think that's when things you know that's one of the biggest biggest challenges that I um that I faced because being a young person people you know judge you I, I think as women we sometimes we feel that you know we we only seem to have we shouldn't think like this but sometimes you you feel as though you only have a few years when you're accepted and you you know you're yeah. a few good years whether it's you know in life or yeah. whether it's people's opinions on when you should get married or have children or you know start a business or whatever it might be so for me being a young person in business is quite difficult I faced a lot of challenges back then I actually got quite um I never lied about my age never but I would always try and hide my age I never liked 
people knowing how old I was because it didn't stop me. Nobody ever criticised my work, but I sometimes felt that when they realised how old I was, um, they didn't, they felt a bit uncomfortable. So I I probably feel a little bit more comfortable now, but then going Mm. back, I think that you shouldn't really feel like that. I think, you know, if you can do a job, you can provide help and services to people, then yeah, you shouldn't feel like that. And why? What a, what a story. That's very inspirational at 16 to be able to hold your own in that way. I think that's a real, that's a great um, story of determination. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's challenges, I think. But I think we just learn along the way. I think it's not always easy, but you just kind of learn. And um, but I know many people that have done the same. You know, we, we all have our own challenges and we just kind of battle on, don't we? Yeah, and I think that's isn't it whether that's grow our businesses or grow as people and our own experiences if we don't have those we can't learn the lesson and progress we're only as good as where we're at I suppose and if we're stuck in the same and the mundane we're not going to move forward so I think that's a great um, testimony to you and your business Louisa absolutely but thank you yeah absolutely we, you know that's that's a you know that's completely true it's we, we all have our own um issues and we have you know it's not until we face them and overcome them that we can really move on and learn from them Definitely. And leading on then, I suppose, to my last question before I ask you where, you know, where everyone can find your magazine. Have you got one piece of advice or what do you think everybody needs to know? I think um, it's a piece of advice, but also a great quote that I just love. I think it's um, a Walt Disney quote. There's no compensation for hard work. And I think that you know, this, applies, this applies to many people. This applies to not just maybe women but just everyone really um I think that I think sometimes I I found a lot of reassurance in this quote because sometimes you can you you know you can maybe feel um you can get overwhelmed or you might face different Mm. problems but sometimes if you're honest with yourself if you're not if you're not trying hard enough um maybe maybe sometimes that's the problem maybe you can find an alternative way maybe you can find maybe you can find your answers elsewhere but either way the the there's no compensation for hard work and I think sometimes when you hear someone like Walt Disney say that who was obviously very successful it's quite reassuring to know that um that was his outlook on life and I think it's really reassuring to think you know when you you're kind of struggling a little bit and you see somebody maybe a competitor and they're like doing really well and everything's just flowing for them I think that type of there's no compensation for hard work can keep you going in their own to consider that when you're in the trenches I suppose in essence when you're dealing with that all the time so that's a really lovely quote to remember isn't it that actually yeah it's all down to our values and our core beliefs about what we do yeah absolutely yeah that's how that's how I feel I think that it's just reassuring to know that everyone goes through the same the same trials and tribulations everyone has to do the hard work to get to where they are oh Louisa thank you so much where can people find about you or about the magazine Okay, so it, we're at onlinepersonalstylist.com. You can access all our issues on there. We've actually also, um, we're also about to launch our, relaunch our exclusive online membership uh, club where we offer advertisers advertising in our magazine. And also we have an online, as part of the same package, we also have our online co-working sessions because I wanted um, a place to bring other business owners together as well. So that's mm. all like, um something that I was really passionate about starting so yeah we, you can find us at onlinepersonalstylist.com and then we're online personal stylist on Instagram and um 
online personal stylist on Pinterest, the online personal stylist on Facebook. There's and, a theme, uh, Louisa. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. Will, I will link all of this um, below as well. And I just really appreciate your time and your, yeah, it's nice to kind of listen to someone so innovative and obviously we're so passionate about doing something that they love from a really early age. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. I've really Amazing. enjoyed it. Have a lovely week, everyone. Thanks again, Louisa. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of the podcast if you did please give us a review or share this podcast with a friend and i will see you next week on the so that got me thinking podcast